podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome, people. Welcome back to another episode of Courtside Fracas. It's your boy Killer K, and the boys are back. We've got a big episode today. There's a lot going on in the world of NBA. But of course, before we get into that, and before we get into the plug in the socials, I'll let you know who's in the pod with me today. Of course, we got our Parks, executive producer. Sup. We're going to take the mic away if you do that again. Yeah. <laughs> at least we're, at least we're, we're, at least we're, we're, we're taking the mic privileges. I just got excited. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <coughs> and then, of course, the Street Heat Evangelism's finally hit a lick. The announcer himself, the founder of the podcast of the Street Heat Evangelism on TiVo. My guy Shaq, what are you saying? How we doing? Trade, trade, bro, trades ain't stopping now. It's all right. We cleared some space. Got one of them gone. Okay. See you soon. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get see into you that soon. And of course, the number one general. We're Rasta man in charge. Reams. What are you saying, broski? Street Heat Evangelism has gone to the big screen now, bro. It's got a feature length movie. Mm-hmm. Times Square. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it feature length? I think it's just on QVC, though. What is it? Straight to DVD? Straight to DVD. No, no, no. No, no, no. They haven't hit a lick. They haven't hit a lick just seasons. yet. No, home Alone 4 vibes. They finally got through. No, it's, it's Home um, Alone, but it's the fourth one. So it's, it's straight on Disney Plus. Plus. It's straight on Disney Plus. That's it, fam. That's, it's that's been cool. out for a week. It's calm, man. The streams are up. It's Mulan 2. <laughs> Netflix original. There you go. Jungle Book 2. Don't do that. Don't do that. Netflix Lion King original. Wait, you're saying hi to you and you're getting on television. And with that, of course, we're getting straight into it. Let me don't forget to plug the socials. Of course, we have at Courtside Fracas on Instagram, at Courtside Fracas on the Twitter, at Courtside underscore Fracas on TikTok. You'll see us there. We're posting on new videos. You lot are all tuning in. And then, of course, finally, the visuals, they keep, keep on coming. At Courtside Fracas on the YouTube. Tune in there for your listeners' questions, answers, and your visuals for that. Make sure you mm. tune in. The visuals are, are coming hot and fast this year. So make sure... Of course, you tune in. We appreciate all your support, as always. But without further ado, it's about time I get into proceedings. Had a shoot-off. Boy, shoot a score-off. They went crazy. Everybody loaded the AK-47s, took the safety off, and said, wow. And why was it on the same night? That's How many of them won, though? <laughs> we did a win. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with that one. Yeah. Let's talk about that one. Chris yeah. Finch weren't happy with Cat 62. But before we get into Chris Finch's response, Cat 62, how you fit? Um, well, listen, with Cat, yeah, I, I, I complain about this all the time. When he shoots threes, it's crazy. He's a bucket. It opens up the rest of his game. But he forgets about the rest of his game. He opens up the rest of but like that game was like a perfect microcosm of just Cat, like amazing scorer, amazing shooter. Terrible defense, mm-hmm. eight turnovers, mm-hmm. and then lost the game in the end because of a bad refereeing call that like he complained about. It's just cat. That's just cat's career. That's you're, what, like you know the funniest been, thing of it all is the on the pod that we posted just before he went off. All you said is, "Can cat just let it fly? Can can cat just let it fly and man, know that man, he's a good man, shooter?" Man was eight for eight from downtown. I was like, I need eight more. <laughs> Eight more. This is this is not the game I love. <laughs> this is not the game I love. Yo, listen, keep letting it fly and listen. And the worst thing is that like, if you watch down the stretch, like our defense was bad in this game, mm. flat out bad. The offense was rolling, defense was bad, but obviously no help sesh for Cat. Ant was crap. Um, Mike Conley wasn't playing. Uh, Jaden was crap. 
Rudy was like, all right, but in down the stretch, there was a play, like the the Hornets was one one point ahead. Rudy clamped up Lamelo on the perimeter, which mm-hmm. they said he can't do. They said he can't do. They said he can't do that. They said he won a versatile defender. They said they, him up. They said his DPOYs were plastic. And we had a chance to go to win the game, and they fouled the shit out of Cat. No call, lost. Is what it is, isn't it? It's one of them games, isn't it? Before we get into the fact that you obviously lost that game, Chris Finch was like, "That was a horrible game all round." Um, and he, and Edwards said, "Hey, Cat did his job. We just didn't pull together and do our job as well." Correct. Mm-hmm. They wanted so, Cat to get a hundred. Yeah, yeah, I can't like. I can't like. In the fourth quarter, like. It was bad in the fourth quarter, but Cat was kind of shot hunting. He was hunting a shot a little bit. Of course. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're, if you're on route for 70, like... Ten go fi- for it, man. All right, 10 or 15. I'm not, I'm, I don't wrong him. I don't, go get your 70 ball. Like, right, we, it's one game. 10 or 14 mm-hmm. from the line. 10 or 15 from three. 21 or 35 from the field. Aye. That's, a, that's, your, that's an efficient 60. Go get your 70 ball. Like. For me, what's scary is you're, you've gone done 62 points and you've only been to the line 14 times. On like... On like on like Mr. Cameroon, yeah. Who wants to speak on that? Who the I American? Mean, I can't lie. I can't. I, I, we, I, I'm, I'm not hating on Mr. Cameroon anymore. Nah, Mr. Who? What, what, well, no, let's let's stop what, that. What the American, <laughs> the um, the formerly known Cameroonian Joel Embiid, now a part of America's select pool of players. Yeah, because that mid range, that mid range J was bro. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. It could be off the left, off the right, Wemby, in your fr- in front Collins. of your face. It, it don't was, matter. It was, bro. it was popping off. He had it going. <laughs> the game was crazy, but again, what was he? Twenty three of twenty four from three from the free throw line or something like that. Twenty four free throws. Yeah, I think he had like twenty four. Maybe he's, wow. he's done worse. Wow. That's that's the problem. He's done worse, but again, it was a great scoring night, and he said the correct thing. I'm still waiting for the wilt tape. Is that what he said? Yeah, no, he said Will ain't done it. We we didn't see Will do this. Yeah, so so really, Kobe's got yeah, Kobe's got the highest score yeah. game. Yeah, I, there's no f- like factual proof of when this. Did, when, when did you, oh, they've got every they got pictures of Will at the YMCA. They mm-hmm. got pictures of Will. They got they've documented Will's entire career except for that one. Do you know what but, I need? I need to hear the radio broadcast because everyone there on you TV go. there surely was a radio broadcast. Fact. There you go. And then hear this: they got pictures of Will in color now. Yeah, they, they they made it coloured, but you can't give me no clip after the game with the hundred. Where's the rest? Where's the pictures from in the game? Where's the rest? Nope, 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 nope. I've been telling man for years that Will is made up. But Joel Joel's game was crazy, and I think he needed a night like that. But he's been doing it all season. But he's, he's been, been he's been cooking everyone. He's averaging thirty plus. He's getting ten plus rebounds a night with it as well, whilst giving assists. It's just he needed a night where he says I'm gonna go off. So now I've gone off, won the game as well. You can't stop me. Like you can't stop. He looks like an an, inst- an unstoppable force, unstoppable force, an unstoppable force on the court right now. And I don't know what you're gonna do in a season to stop him. The worst thing is Wemby had a good game as well. Yeah, Wemby went off. Yeah, he, he, he had himself a nice little thirty ball. Yeah, and you know it's it's twice now where people Wemby sized but that are more experienced in the league have gone off on a game but still shown him his flowers. And B showed him some flowers and Giannis gave him 44. I can't lie, man. They slap that thing on his nose, bro. That's like, you get me that sometimes, man. That's it. That's, it's basically like rookie hazing, fam. Your team can't do it because you're the star, but here you go. I think, I think this is the first, like, matchup I've seen Wemby have where, like, you know how people, when he first came into the league, was worried about his physicality? Yeah. It's not really like, yeah. (laughs) This is the first game where really, like, I've Joel Embiid said, "Listen, big boy." Joel, Joel Embiid put it into his chest, and it really like yeah. shifted him off his position. There was yeah. one, there's one bucket Wemby had where like he's tried to go post him up. He's like he's like pushed into his chest. Didn't move. Embiid doesn't move an inch, <laughs> and then he's literally like from outside of the restricted area with his left hand just rolled it in. 
And, and, and MB's look behind him like the basket is way behind him. <laughs> Say what's going on there? Around, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? But that's where it's like freaks against freaks. Yeah, yeah. But I, what I find so fascinating is okay, like the that's highlight crazy. is MB. You can't say that having a freak off. That's so crazy. Yeah, they, they had, <laughs> that's so crazy. That's so bonkers. Name of the pod. Name of the They had a freak off. They had a freak off. I get it. Like Wemby's gone against two people now of his size and like um like insane physicality, but they've both and they've both gone off on him. Had forty four um, was Yanis forty four, yeah. and then Embiid done seventy. Seventy's but crazy. Having seventy home in your head is bonkers. It's crazy. Hey, hey, hey listen, but but, but 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 at the same time, both stars have had. He's had a mad highlight package too. That that one he said against Embiid. He gave Embiid thirty three on the other side. The so. block can, he can, done can on Yanis. Can we just? The vast majority of the points came on Zach Collins and at the free throw line. Yeah, there's no rules. Maybe like hey. maybe like 15 of them was on Wemby. Hey, listen. But it was all like mid-range J's, like butter, like smooth. Hey, listen. Hey, Zach Collins only had 19 minutes, so that's a horrible 19. <laughs> that's a horrible that plus 19 minutes. minutes. 23 on his head in them 19 bro, minutes. That plus minus must have been minus 250, <laughs> bro. It's peak. But, oh, well, man. Only 10. But I, I appreciate that Wemby at least tried and he still had his highlight package too. But well done to Embiid. You got a 70-point game. But, nah. Well, you ain't respecting it. 24-41, 1 of 2 from 3, 21 of 23 from the free throw line. Oh, 23. For, okay, 23. Shows, yeah, I've, 23. Seen, I've seen worse. Only from him. Not oh, wait, like. Devin Booker. Devin Booker's 70 was about the same amount of free throws, you know. Maybe more. If you're, scoring, if you're scoring 70 points, I expect at least 20 of them to be free. Mm. If we're being very honest. And then finally, of course, Kevin Durant. What did he drop? Was it? F- it was the. It was the. It was the pure hooper's dream. Yeah, forty points, no, no free throws. Ah, pure hoop, bro. That is poetry in motion. I guess that's some people's goat, but really, he's his own goat. When it when it comes to KD, yeah, if you see see one of the shots, he done like basically like a pump fake, an adjustment the, in the, the middle. The beat of last night, bro. It's bro, fake. it don't it don't make no sense. You're not gonna see many scorers with the ability of scoring like KD, right? He's a freak of nature again, another one. But he's just a hooper. I, I have nothing else to say about KD besides he's just pure buckets. He just make it look easy. Nice little game winner the overnight. Yeah, it's beautiful. <sighs> well, what is, what is KD is, at this are the point? Starting to, are the Suns starting to put together a little, a little, hmm. a little good little runner for him? No. <laughs> what's that? What's that? They, they got five games on the spin? You're a proper hater. You're a proper five hater. games on the spin? <laughs> I respect it. No, you know what it is? It's, it's the same formula that we had for the Rockets. In, in their time, in the Suns, in the playoffs as well. Six on the spin. Six on the spin now, okay. It's, it's nice. But in the game of like a game seven, a seven game series, if the shots don't drop, what is your go-to play? What is your go-to bucket? Because all of them are mid-range shots, maybe three-point shots. There's no like efficiency in it. And again, KD's a, a very efficient scorer. Booker can be at times. Yeah, he's like 36. But now. if you have one of those games where the ball, when the, the net seems like it's two inches like wide and the ball's not dropping... You're gonna keep going to that shot, and you're going to eventually keep missing, and that game's gonna be dropped. And they can't afford for that against a team like a uh, um, Nuggets, against a team like Timberwolves that can have multiple types of shot selections in their game. So I don't see it making a push for like a. Big How about yourself, Reams? What's the window of opportunity for this Suns team right now? This season. <laughs> bad to bad because the young teams are only gonna get better. OKC's only gonna get better. Minnesota's only gonna get better. Flipping. The, the, the flipping. They banked a lot on KD. Obviously, it is KD. Um, obviously, they've still got a pay bill. And I think. I think. I think. 
like in the games that Bill's been playing recently, like he ain't he ain't gonna be the thirty point a game guy like he was Never. in Washington, but he's he's been doing good. Like he's been facilitating a little bit. You could add the, give them a little bit more scoring, some spacing. I think he, he Bill Bill like creates like uh, some matchup problems that they can utilize in the playoffs. Um, but I think it's just an imbalanced roster. Though. A lot, a lot, a lot. That the issue is a lot of their best like basketball comes when KD plays the five. And like KD, obviously KD's got the height. He can he can protect the rim. Um, but like if you're gonna play KD at the five in the playoffs, and he's gonna be playing like 42 minutes a game, he's not gonna. He, he's not gonna he, last he might he might he might not live to tell the tale. <laughs> but, he, but I don't think he's gonna last three games, let alone yeah. a seven, let alone a seven game series. But when he plays at the five, their whole the spacing opens up. Everything opens up. Like the offense opens up. Is he willing to sacrifice that much for the? Team he, to get K, KD will do it because you know right now he wants to win. Like like him winning. It's a big, it's a big deal now, isn't it? Because people ain't respecting them. Yeah, they ain't respecting his name. They say he's saying why not in the goat conversation. Yeah, and obviously Steph won without him before and after, mm. so that really tanked his stock a little bit more. So he really needs this chip, like where he's the guy. I still don't, th- I don't think the chip changes his legacy. Because again, post when you say Steph won without him after post Steph, he also mash up his Achilles. Who's come back from an Achilles? Like KD, if anything. Amazing player, but mm-hmm. it does, though, because three championships, and if he gets a free finals MVP as well, that puts him in some rarefied air. Who else got that? LeBron. Kobe, LeBron. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan Shaq. Shaq. Um, Tim Duncan? I mean, Tim Duncan have. I think Tim Duncan, Tim yeah. Duncan as well, yeah. Tim Duncan might only have two finals MVPs, you know? Double check that. He I'll might only check. have two finals <sighs> MVPs. I think Kawhi got, he got one. one his rookie, yeah. So Kawhi got five, right? Kawhi got one. Duncan got, got two, no? Tony Parker got one. No, 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 no. No, um, so T- Duncan got two, Parker got one, and Kawhi, Kawhi got, got one. one. I think it could Dunk- it be three. Duncan got three. three then. Duncan got three. 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 Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Three. Three. That's three of them boys. It's LeBron. Ninety nine. Oh three. Oh five. Shaq. Duncan. I think Kareem only has two. Kareem got two chips. I'm not wait. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Even was obviously Magic. I think Magic might have three as well. I think Magic might have three as well. I'll check that for you. Kareem Magic got nineteen eighty. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's got two. Magic Johnson. Has Irving, father of EJ, has three. Yeah, yeah. So, bro, that's rarefied there. That's rarefied there for real. About two and two. That's that's also rare. So, again, yeah. it depends. Kobe's got two and two. I'll give you something. So, Embiid on his 70, 70 point scoring night became only the ninth player to score seventy points in an NBA game. Yeah, there was two seventy point games last season. Do you look, did, no one don't remember that, is it? Um, Lillard and, and Donovan Mitchell. See, no one will remember. No one will remember. It feels like it was like a fever dream. Like, no one will remember there was two 70 point games last season. They lose. They lost. They lost them games. I can't remember. I, think, <laughs> I, I can't remember anything about those games. I just remember they both scored 70. I think Donovan Mitchell lost that game. I think, I think Lillard even had like 71. I remember the Lillard game. I remember that because everyone was like, whoa. I remember the Lillard game. Did he? I listen. There was once a time only 10 men were scoring 20 points a game in the NBA. Now it's like 40. Versus the Rockets. Okay, it was, that was against the Rockets. That's why. <laughs> 71 points against the Rockets last year. And Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Donovan Mitchell had 71 against the Bulls. They was winning, winning like a month of each other as well. So okay. That's good for them. Out of the nine, I think five of the players are from the 2000s and higher. The others are in like the seventies and that. Because you would have had um, Donovan Mitchell, David Robinson, Donovan Mitchell, David Robinson has one. Do, um, Elgin Baylor has one. Elgin Baylor has one. David, Tom, David Thompson has one. Yeah. yeah, Gervin as well. Does George Gervin have one? I think it's I think it's Gervin. I know David Thompson definitely has one. Skywalker. 
Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, no, then Gervin's, do you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. And then yeah. it goes Kobe, Embiid, Mitchell, Lillard, Bryant. Oh, no, Mitchell, Lillard. Dame. Dame, yeah, that's it. I keep, yeah, and, I still forgot about Dame. Wilt definitely has one as well now. Okay, Wilt got 100. <laughs> Wilt Whatever. Wilt got about like, Wilt got about like 570 point games. Nah, man. And I'm actually a billionaire and is in fact not Jay-Z. <laughs> nah, man. I'm going to say it's I. I'm talking about factual ones. They say we're not rating the Wilt. Yeah, that's them Pele stats there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Whatever that well, means. Nah, it's cool. Whatever that means. All right. Before we obviously get into some of the other topics today, there's a team I wanted to bring up as well. Who? A bit of New York basketball, you know, take it back to Rocket Park on the streets. Okay. The Knicks. Okay. What about them? Aye. I think they might have a little something for everybody else this year. In the Whoa. East. Whoa. I remember when we spoke about the trade, I said that they can make a decent playoff run. I think they that trade was really good for OJ Ananubi. I think it made and sense. And he's played every single minute since that trade. 100%. And he's played well in every single minute since that trade. Then Jalen Brunson is giving you Tibbs buckets. is not letting that brother sleep. Yeah, he's, not, he's not even checked into his hotel yet since he landed. He found a new a new experiment. He done it to Jimmy. He done, he done it done to the wall. Yeah, it's normal. But OG looks good in the system. I think Jalen Brunson is thriving from it. And then Julius Randle is there to be, respectfully, your second option. That's going to be good enough. I think Julius Randle deserves a bit more respect. I think if he just decides to buck up his ideas and maybe perform consistently for maybe one or two games in a row in the playoffs that is because again in, in season we know what he can give us and he's given the Knicks a few different versions of himself and that's the problem though because the thing about Julius Randle is if if Jalen Brunson's going off for 30 points tonight which is what he's doing at the moment he's going off for 30 some games 25 another game but he has a package of scoring that he does right it will be this kind of layup or this mid-range shot I might attempt a three blah blah if Julius Randle gets hot and goes for 12 straight points He's then going to try a 360 dunk for some unknown reason. And he would go into like three consecutive bozo basketball shots and then come back to reality and then go back for another 25. I think he's a very good player personally. Yeah, but he's just an idiot. He's he's in the right system for him to succeed. It's just finding... It's when when his shot's not landing is when the criticism comes to him and he has the tendency to sulk a bit. But his shot selection isn't the greatest. I wouldn't say Brunson's is easier, but he's... He's a good, also a very good player. I want to say, obviously, he's an efficient player. I want to say he's got a great. Obviously, now he's the main man oh, of the great team. Shot selection. Oh, great! But Jaden Brunson's got a very good shot selection. I think great. Throwing around a lot in the NBA. I've seen some of the shots they'd be taking, and he was like, "That's a good shot for him." I don't call that a good shot. That's a, some of the shots that Steph takes is awful for every other player stand besides by that. Steph Curry. Nice stand, stand by that. You, 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 um, so essentially what we're saying is you kind of have to judge shot selection by who's taking the shot. And your ability. Like a, 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 20, a 27 footer for like DeMar DeRozan is a great shot. <laughs> yeah. But for like Trey Young, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like a mid-range off the dribble, mid like like um, fade away to the left for DeMar DeRozan or Kawhi or PG is perfectly fine. If Julius but... Randle's taking a, a pull up from the elbow off one dribble on a catch and shoot, I like it. If he's taking it from five feet out from the three-point line, I don't like it. If he's taking... Um, a fadeaway from the low block on the left hand side I like it if he's dribbling into that and trying to fake and then fading away I don't like it yeah but that's what I'm saying like Julius Randle if he if he gets 10 straight points and they're saying it's a Julius Randle night his next shot is going to be a step back corner three who's who's wouldn't well and truly who's wouldn't and that's what makes it a sh- bad shot selection for Julius Randle I think I think I think for the Knicks to be successful this year 
They need the best. It's, it's, it doesn't it doesn't rely on, on Brunson. It doesn't rely on Ananobi. It's literally... Yeah, Ju- Julius Randle just has to be a flipping basketball player in the playoffs this year. The last his last two playoff runs, he's not been a basketball player. Because like twenty percent. I think he's field. been pressured uh, because he takes some wild ass shots. Yeah, but like it, it's I think like it's more he, pressure and the situation it's, that is. It's, it's not time. even that he takes wild ass shots. He's just missing the shots that he made during the regular season. This is yeah. it. Like mm, mm, so, mm. they play like I said, Brunson can do all of this, but when it gets to the playoffs, unfortunately, unless you're part of the outliers of the six foot seven and under, like your Stephs or your Wades at a point or your Hardens. It's very, very, very difficult for your point guard, your undersized one of that, mm-hmm. to be the main man when he gets later in the playoffs because they lock that shit up. You know what I'm saying? That's why they'll probably make a decent playoff run. They could, depending on where they I don't think line anyone, up. Personally, I don't think anyone wants to see the Knicks. I don't think Philly won't see the Knicks. Basically, teams are shook. Bro, I just, I just don't think they're a Celtics nice... I, I, I just don't think they're a nice the, matchup the, the for Celtics anybody. Will the, 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 Knicks. the Bucks won't mind seeing the Knicks. Is, I just think it's the, I don't mind seeing we'll the We'll get Knicks. to the Bucks in a second, but I just I don't, don't mind seeing the Knicks. I don't think that's not a fun series for you we, guys. We, we, we'll see. The Knicks is gonna be a good but, egg, the, the, the Knicks is gonna be a good example of defense win championships because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna be carrying them. I don't, I don't see. I'm, I'm just excited for the for the for the Cavaliers rematch because if it happens, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they both been cooking this this last month or so, so that, that that's a good matchup for me. I'm sorry, the Heat killed them, just so you know. Well no, about kill them. But speaking of the Heat. It's a five game series from the pastor himself, the street heat evangelist. Ugh. Yeah, we got a, we, 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 Terry. we got we got a we got a kind of acquiesce here to the producer, director, the founder, <laughs> the founder, the leading star of street heat evangelism. We got to let him have the floor here and talk us through this. Talk, trade. talk us what you want down. Mm. Something's going on. So, again, we needed some business, right? It's been a while. I've been trying to cook up something, I've been sending the, the tape. To pack. You, what you been sending? You been sending your I, Gmail I links? Be, <laughs> <laughs> I've been your Google Drive. Hey, I've been, click me. We, Look at that spam. We transfer. Yeah. <laughs> we transfer I've been sending we transfer links to Pat Riley. Be like, yo, please, like, can you just listen to this and hear me out? I tried to get a lot of players. I tried to get Lamelo on a, on a cheap for Duncan Robinson, but for an NFL six rounder. Yeah, real talk. I was I was trying to get anything, but um, things had to change in the team and. I think one thing that you see through Eric Spolstra is he doesn't mind benching people for minutes. So um, last year would have seen that we, I mean, Tyler Harrell got injured, but then his minutes were also reduced and he came off the bench for quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Duncan Robertson just fell out of rotation. And then when we had a lot of injuries, he fell back in, but proved a point, came back in, which is something I'm going to address later in this episode. Um, and then like even Jovic, like Jovic, we, I was begging for him to play all of last season. We didn't play him for a reason. He's made a little bit of a proven point. So he's got some minutes in rotation again. Kyle Lowry was the person who had to sacrifice, right? He wasn't really getting his minutes. This year, he gave us like a little cheeky 28-point game here, a little 20-point game there. He would come off the bench, give you four points and five assists and miss every single shot that he's taken from three. But it just wasn't working. Okay. So what do you need to add? I mean, realistically, the defensive action... Um, side of point guards we're not going to get one of those defensive plays that we want like a Caruso or... they're, they're asking for multiple first rounders for Caruso yeah like so Caruso Jalen Suggs all those things we're not going to get one of those kind of players but we can get someone who can also provide us buckets other than Tyler Harrell Bam Adebayo and Terry Rozier is a person that we scary can scary Terry I, again I think it's a good a good fit it kind of reminds me of like cheap. reminds me of like Dion Waiters coming to Miami he like I respect scary Terry no I, I, I like Dion Waiters at Miami he was good for us Maybe he had that like four game span where he was just cooking, right? Um, right, four game span shapes people's legacy. Look, hey, quote, I quote Jeremy Lin. So hey, 
Yeah, no. Linsanity yeah, went now about four games. But for us, it's good, I think, for the court. We're going to have more of a versatile scoring and also where we've really been lacking in this season. We have, I would say, two good three-point shooters in our team, which is Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Other than them two, and I think well, he ain't got Struce, he ain't got Vincent anymore. Struce yeah. and Vincent are gone. Um, Kevin Love for the season. K- Caleb Martin's fallen off on his three-point percentage. Um, Bam doesn't shoot threes. Jimmy, even though he went Probably for wouldn't. straight games and threes, it's, we know it's going to end. Um, Jovic is a decent three-point shooter, but Scary Terry can like space the floor a little bit for us. Also, what he gives you, which we don't really have, is um, three-point shooting off the dribble. And he can also play make, and he can score that's his what, own bucket. Lie, that's one of my least favorite shots in basketball. I, I hear it, but it's a shot that's very oftenly taken. And if it's not Hero, it's him. Um, Duncan Robinson only takes the three off of like around the screen, catch it. He'll put it up, but then he'll also now he'll get to the rim. And well, and truly, that, Terry's a vet now. What we got this year? He's at twenty three point two a game. Indeed, three point nine assists. Yep. Six no three point nine rebounds, six point six assists, forty five point nine percent. Let's round up forty six percent from the field. And I think for both That's teams, nice. it, it will lighten the books a little bit for both teams a little bit. So, especially for us, but we're just making space. I think Charlotte Hornets are going to be good for cap room, yes. especially in a free agency. That's correct. They can make a run sense. at quite a few players because of their cap room at the moment. So, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Walsh says something along those lines about their cap room and what they can do. So, let me just give that a point now and yeah they're going to be one of the main players for free agency but again it, it really just depends on who's interested because right now they can take on contracts or draft assets with their cap space at the moment and lots of second uh, loads of franchises right now are facing second apron implications which basically means there'll be a sh- uh, quite a few teams who will lead into incentivized deals with like draft picks to get off money so basically there's going to be a lot of salary dumps towards the end of their trade deadline. yeah i think we've got like a our cap space now is like 179 million which is kind of good and then that's how much you got for next summer no that's how much we are paying at the moment I okay because we because terry was on 23 larry was on 29 Alright, so it's better for us a little bit. I think in terms of picks, which is why we can't get things like a Caruso and whatnot, we only have the 2024 pick in 2025. Yeah, you, got two more, you got two more... Oh, you got, to be fair, that's a great deal. You've got three more years of Terry. So exactly. The rest of this year, he's on 23. Mm-hmm. Next year, question, he's on 24. Shaq. And next year, he's partially guaranteed on 26. Let me question, Shaq. Mm-hmm. How does uh, backcourt of Tyler Hero and... Terry Rosier. Terry Rosier work for you functionally because they both kind of serve the same purpose don't they yep yes the one thing like Lowry was really bad and now listen Heat fans have been complaining about they said he's been worse than bad they've, they've been saying he's, he's basically not been a basketball player but at the end of the day at least he was actually a natural facilitator and set in the yeah, table. He knew how to run an offense knew how to get guys in their spots and wasn't just going to hunt his shot and shoot teams out of it shoot his team out of the game blah 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 we've seen Terry Rose here and Tyler Hero shoot their teams out of the game game numerous times on numerous occasions so maybe in a regular season it'll be fine you guys have a great coach Mm -hmm. but you guys don't have a playmate you guys don't have a point guard now essentially is what I'm saying Uh, okay true a lot of the time I think that what we refer to when it comes to the playmaking side of things our team defers to Jimmy 
And if if our backcourt is Harold, Rosier, Jimmy, Bam, Bam's a good facilitator out of the post as well. Bam is, but a lot of his a lot of his assists and stuff are literally yeah. like dump offs. Like yeah, off, Duncan yeah. Robinson's running around here, take it, catch, shoot. But he actually is a bucket. He's an underrated passer out of the yeah, post. Yeah, he is. He's a goal. very good passer. But um, one thing that like what you're saying, I think defensively it hinders us more than anything else. But like this season, our starting line. How was Hero defend? How was um sorry Lowry defensively? It was cheeks as well, but oh. he didn't start. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, that's that's factory and like, um, but the thing is with Lowry, we benched him this season for a reason. Mm-hmm. So our our backcourt has been usually um, Hero and Caleb Martin. I can't lie, right now Terry's and, bucket. You know, Terry's buckets are looking kind of scary at this point in time right now. I'm seeing forty five, so forty six percent from the field. Mm-hmm. He can score the ball. We know he can score the ball. Thirty five percent from the three mm-hmm. and eighty four percent from the line. And you're going to, again, with us, you're going to get a lot more space in. When it comes to the playoff side of things, I think a big part of it is going to be just coaching. I have the faith in Spolstra to know what to do with the players. I think he's one of those managers that know, well, coaches that know how to bring the best out of each player, the quality that you need for them to do the job that you yeah. want them to do. So when, everyone, so when everyone's healthy, what does, like, say, your eight-man rotation look like? Um, so it'll be Rosier, Harrow, um, Jimmy. Jimmy, Bam, Bam. Luca, what Jovic? No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't start Bam and Jovic together personally. Um, Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin will be okay, in there. Jaime Hackers was back off the bench. Oh, Hackers off the bench. Actually, no. I'll now. Nah, I'll yeah. Hackers off the bench with Kevin Love, Josh Richardson, and then I think we would probably have a nine-man rotation with Jovic as well. I think. Oh snap! Duncan Robinson. Wait, you you guys are kind of deep. Yeah, right, bro. Wait a minute. You yeah. guys are kind of and also pause. and it's different <laughs> and it's different types of scoring that we have there as well. Yeah, so so, some, someone's gonna lose some minutes though. I think it 100%. might be Jovic. You Jovic minutes might. I mean, get, his minutes only just got acquired, and he's <laughs> yeah. got to prove to keep them, yeah. so also, he will lose them. Also, I think Terry's probably an underrated um, facilitator because if someone if if you could bring me a guard that's averaging six point six assists a game and only two turnovers, that's not so, that's not so bad. Two point two. But at the end of the day, six. my issue with Rosier is it's is the shooting he, side. He, no, it's not the shooting side. He he's naturally a scorer. Yes, yep. He's a scorer. And, Mindset is scoring. And, and when the going gets tough, he's Everyone it. reverts back to what they know. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards does it. Like Donovan Mitchell does it. He, all the CTE. These, just not, so my my thing is that because that was my point for the Phoenix Suns. Like they will refer back to what they know, which is mid range, put up, blah, blah. 100% they will. 100%. But, when it gets tough, that's exactly what they're going to do. But in the teams that Terry Rosier has played in, so in the Celtics, he didn't really get to do that. But it's when he went to the Hornets, it was his team, so he could. You can't do that with Jimmy Butler in the team. He will shame you right there and then. The system at all, to be very fair. Like, it will be, you're off. And then again, what I like about our team when it comes to, like we're saying with the playoffs, if as we said, the team's deep, right? There's things where, and we know what Kay's about to say, but we need a bit of a defensive game. We need some energies just to, like, stop these plays and end their momentum a little bit. Um, Hayward Highsmith is there for that. Who? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's even another guy you lost rotation. So there's 11 people that you can sub on for different purposes. So what, what... what I'm what I'm kind of thinking is the heat might not be done then in terms no. of like uh re like jigging their roster. They might go back in for like I don't know if they might go back in for like a Tyus Jones or someone like that. Someone like a just a different kind of profile of, of guard. I I'm not sure. I mean, I think this year I wouldn't mind another trade. It just depends on what we're looking to get. Apparently we're trying to look at getting in a Trey Young or a Donovan Mitchell. That's that that, that would be agency. more like an off season like bo- off season. Apparently kind of it's not the off season that we're looking to do that. Yeah, but you, you, well, you can't get you. 
what would you have to give up for Trey Young? You'd have to give up basically your whole roster. We're, ad- we're actually big fans of Dejounte as well, but that's looking like it's Dejounte would make Dejounte would make more sense. He makes less money. Um, but I, I think now that you've got Rosier, purple and gold boys, those 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 trades don't, don't make, make no sense. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell obviously he's that he's leading a great team right now. So yeah. I don't uh, think he, he might resign. So and he's yeah. still got he's still yeah. got time. Well, left we, so on we're contract. looking at that again. When I said like with, with picks, you know my thoughts on picks from last um, last pod. But we only have twenty twenty four. In twenty twenty five, we have zero. Like there's not a single pick we have, and then we have a low pick in twenty twenty six. So. If we want to continue doing what we have, we have to build on the young base that we have. That's being your hero and your hackers, and and Jovic as well, and Bam. Well, but you guys are quite lucky because you you got Bam, who's pretty young. Yep, hero. Uh, got hero that's pretty young, and you lot hit the jackpot in your flipping draft this year. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have a margin for error to work with. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you, you don't guys have, have always drafted well as well. You don't have so. to go out and make a panicky trade. But then the question is, do we? Because with Jimmy, how long is that is that margin there for for his time? Yeah, yeah. But what I'm trying to say will is, get to him eventually. there's there's um there's there's light at the end of the tunnel yes. after Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. And for me, like hopefully the light is like you know Tatum or something or Giannis. What? But what, what, that's what, what, bro. What? It never ends. It never ends. Oh my days! I thought no, 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 no. There's no way no, I pay no. my money to go to the cinema to watch this. Uh, what the hell? No, I feel, no, like, I feel no, like I'm just no. I'm watching a crazy scene at a salt bird. Yeah. It was going nice, and they say, say "What, Yannis?" I said, no, uh, "What? How?" No, I was in the bathtub, my boy. Uh, oh, <laughs> yo, yo, please, please, no, please, please, no, 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 this off season so far, well, this this midway season so far. I think you guys trade well in your draft world. Is it just the kind of the signs of a war on organization? It just needs yeah. to work on the court now. We'll see. But listen, one of our guests said a while ago, we should stop being surprised when the Miami Heat make the conference finals. Yes, because they're a very good team. It's not a case of they're punching upwards or punching down, bro. This is where they're supposed to be. History's history's on their side, and this <laughs> is it. And they've just done it the normal way of just not having a, a, a de facto quote unquote superstar. They're just a well-run team with a fantastic coach and their best player happens to be, let's say, a top 20, MB- top 20 player in the NBA, but he's towards the bottom end because of his because of the way he plays if, in that sense. He's not a flashy player. And again, you're a well-run team. Mm. So it shouldn't be a surprise, again, if this year again, you make the conference finals. We'll see. We'll see. But when you've got the best coach in the league, anything's possible. Exactly. But some other teams like to acquire terrible coaches. So... Oh, my, my team, my team has a revolver. Oh, I'm talking about the, the teams in East. Some other big news, of course, before I forget out, in, I don't know how I could forget, in the East. Um, they questioned Yanis's brother's place on the roster and they sacked that man. Yeah. <laughs> he asked, he asked Vanessa for a report of what you do per week on the court and Yanis said, no, I don't like that. Let's 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 actually unpack that in all, family, in all seriousness. Um, don't fuck with family. <laughs> come on, man. come on, bro. Man, to make but some, yeah, man, to make some boss calls, bro. bro. Hey, so forty-three games. They are thirty and thirteen, and they've sacked my man Adrian Pierce. So we Adrian discussed Griffin. this a few weeks Griffin, ago. Griffin, Griffin, so, Griffin, Griffin, Griffin Pierce. Sorry, Griffin. Griffin Pierce is the NFL coach. Griffin, <laughs> and we discussed a couple of weeks ago how we said they didn't look like a team that was with the second best record in the NBA at the time. Yes, they have a they have a miracle record. Yes. Because they have the Greek freak. 
and he can take a game and win it by himself. This has probably been his most MVP, MVP season because this team is bad. Mm-hmm. So t- tell me, what are the problems that are existing within the box at the moment? They can't stop anyone at the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Offense is disjointed. Damian Lillard don't think they're going through him enough. The reports are saying that Damian Lillard tried to adapt to the system at hand and then obviously wasn't it working. wasn't working. So obviously heads had to roll in a sense because again they played a pretty penny. They just for can't game. dominate games anymore. Like because throughout the whole Yanis like era, like Would you say they failed him? No. Oh, no, they got him Damian Lillard. Like you know you know what it is? Like with what with with what your point is here, is that you gotta think that on the perimeter, your best guard or your best your best guard is going against Drew Holiday at the perimeter. If you are one of those talented guards, be your Kyrie's Lucas, blah blah, and you get past Drew Holiday, which is gonna ask yourself. I will see you at the rim with this Greek motherfucker and it's going to be a very scary time for you. I think this season's probably the worst Giannis has defended. Exactly. Uh, because I think he just has, to, he has, he has too much responsibility. Probably so. Now. And because <laughs> the response is meet, meet the person that gets past Drew at the, at the rim. But realistically... Giannis has always been a free safety, really. Like, the greatest help side defender yeah. since LeBron. But now you've got Amazing. a help side on Drew if he needs it and then Dame as well, which is always help Dame, side. Dame is a cone on, off, on so defense, unfortunately. It's and tough. During the playoffs, they're going to hunt him. They're going to hunt him like mm-hmm. the, the Caperton song. They're going to hunt you, hunt you, hunt you. And they also gonna hunt, hunt Dame the whole playoffs. They hunt, they hunt Brooke as well. Brooke Lopez is a bit slow on the perimeter this year as well. They, they of course, yeah, in, the pick, in the pick and roll, like yeah. you don't want Brook Lopez in the pick and roll. By the rim, of course. Because the championship years, Brook Lopez, like, his rim protecting, like... Look, I'm crazy. Yeah, he, went from the, he went from literally being a cone to defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, yep. And watched. now now he's back to being a cone. allegedly a cone. So, yeah, I'm I'm not moved by them. Well, I wasn't moved by their record, but then they did... They went on a nice little run. So had, you're had saying this, obviously, Griffin now being sacked. This is this an example? Is this a case? Because we're 43 games. We're halfway through the season. We're past halfway through the season already. What's obviously we'll talk about who they've hired, but what was the point where you, where, they, where you think they thought we can't go on with this? Was it Yanis saying, "I don't rock with this guy," or again, they the record isn't that bad? They questioned Thanasis, bro. Like it was a Yanis decision, definitely. And I think Dame probably co-signed on it because he couldn't buy into the system. But realistically, it's it's an example that your record doesn't mean that you're doing a great job. Agreed. I think simply you could put it that how there's, many there's, first there's seeds, the people management part of the job as well. Yeah, because like how many first seeds in your conference actually win the conference finals? It's like it's not a regular thing anymore because sometimes you can do it in a regular season. Teams just prepare for that seven game series. If I know I'm gonna finish fourth, I'm good, I'll see you I'll see you soon anyway. Like it's things like that that he, I think he was doing a good job in terms of he was winning games, but he wasn't winning basketball. So the Greek yeah. GM, this coach was sacked. Mm-hmm. And the man that actually consulted for the man trying to, when he got the job initially with the Bucks is now the man who's stepping into the role. Old gravel tones, Doc Rivers. He was on the ESPN bench for a grand total of 40 games and has found his way back into a team. Mm. Does Doc Rivers suit East um, basketball? I don't know. I don't know who Glenn's agent is. I don't Bruh. know. He, he must have a lot of friends in this league. If, um, because Glenn keeps failing upwards. I don't know how he does it. Bruh. I think Doc Rivers is one of the worst coaches in the league at the moment. Wow. It sets and up an interesting storyline. I want to say the worst, with, with, one of the worst coaches in the up, league. It sets up an interesting story with the with the with the Sixers in the second round. In in the in the playoffs for his career, the Doc, Doc Rivers has played 
He's never won without Kevin Garnett. Two, he's played 215 <laughs> That's games. That's facts. No, he's played 215 games. He's lost 104 of them. So winning Outside records. of the years he had 111 Kevin to 104 ain't great. Outside of the years he's had Kevin Garnett, he's been a loser in the playoffs. He has also lost a 3-1 lead three times. Did yeah. it with um, the Orlando Magic when Tracy McGrady was there. Yep. Did it with the Clippers. Yep. Clippers one was extra fun. I like that one. <laughs> it was amazing. I love that one. <laughs> I, I, did, I, you didn't remember this. Mm. It was three times. I can't remember the other one. I remember the, I remember the Orlando Magic and the Clippers one. I don't think he'd done it with the Celtics. But they got smoked. They were not so called. Oh, he no, did it with the Clippers twice. He didn't try it. No, he did it with the Clippers twice. Twice with the Clippers. Yeah. Chris, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. And then he done it with um the, the conference Kawhi finals. and um, Paul George. Oh, yeah, 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 finals against Denver. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, the, the 3-1, was that against, was against the, the Rockets? What, the um, first one? The first one, With yeah. the Clippers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Chris, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin was injured, I believe. Yeah, that's that's the one when James Harden got carried by flipping Corey Brewer. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but then, um, <laughs> in the fourth quarter, it was the bubble, him. the bubble against Denver, I think. That's, that Denver that, won 3-1. That really sealed his fate, yeah. yeah. So you've, again, as you said, he failed upwards because he went from managing them to the Philadelphia 76ers. He's not. I don't. So let's look at let's look at Doc's career in the microcosm. So we started off at the Orlando Magic, mm-hmm. and again did well enough there to get the Celtics job. In how many years? How many years was he at the Celtics for? One chip in. The six years. Six years, I believe. Six years, I think it was. And that chip was obviously with the Monsters. And again, I don't think they needed him for that chip. It wasn't like Doc wanted that chip. Like, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not an advocate for Doc Rivers in my personal Sorry, opinion. he was there for seven years. Oh, seven years. Okay, seven cool. Seven years. Okay, and then... And did he season. leave or get fired? Um, He left. Okay. And then he had a winning record in almost all his time at Boston. Shock. That shouldn't be a shock because they went, I think, his last year. No, his last year was his, let's say his worst. Yeah. 41 and 40. So like, it was the Celtics, and then went from there to the Clippers, and he was at the Clippers for six seasons, winning record every time, of course. Um, second in the Pacific every single time, which is odd, and of course, yeah, not the most successful time there. Um, and at, was that the Clippers that he combined his role to being GM and yep and um head coach. Was it? Yeah. yeah, towards the end of his, his stint, he was his GM slash head coach at the Clippers. And again, we saw that for what it was. Paul George and Kawhi, unfortunately, were never both fit at the same time. And that roster didn't work for him. And then found his way at the 76ers for the last three seasons. He's a winning coach. Like, uh, he wins basketball uh, w- games. W- one thing I'll say about Glenn, though, yeah. I don't <laughs> think last year was his fault. Of course not. Nah, because listen... They, the the the, Cel- um, the Sixers took the Celtics to seven. He's lost in the conference semifinals. His and last MB four and Harden, do, Does anyone remember what Embiid and Harden was doing in that game seven? Selling. You can't have two MVPs on the same team and they both sell in the in, in an elimination game. You, come, you can't blame the coach for that. You can't. I'm, all I'm saying is, yeah, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You don't get to the conference semifinals because back I do. You Nah, 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 nah. Because nah, I nah, do. Nah, nah. Embiid and Harden both sold. Okay, but I put it like this. It's, if I if I praise Eric Spolstra for making our role players play out of their skin and play amazing, why can't I blame Doc Rivers or Glenn, as we now call him, for making your star players 
Both. You can't make them star players do shit. Bro, take them out of the game. <laughs> take them out of the game. You, that can't be your solution. Bro, I'm sorry. If Harden, you have missed the last five shots on stupid shots. Sit on the bench for five minutes and cool off, bro. Simple. That's, that's, that's not how it works. Let me get you a better... But if you... I've seen Spoke do it. It's not the same, though. I've seen Spoke do it. I, I've seen Pop do it. You think Pop won't bench you because you're playing stupid? Get on the bench, bro. I just... I don't know what that means for the Bucks right now. I think it's uh, for me. I think this is a people. He's a people manager. Yeah, out in the first round. People manager. Clearly, Doc's not. A, I don't think he's a bad coach. However, this job screams people management more than anything. They need to settle the personalities within the within the Bucks changer by this point. Be it Dame and Yanis, and he's a recognized coach ultimately. So he's got the name. He's got the respect he's of the living players. Off the name. What? He's living off the name. That's so big. He's living off of that but one bro, chip. He's got Boston. the respect of the players, which is a step up, which I'm not saying um, Griffin didn't have that, but they'll be and a lot more comfy knowing how to having someone like Doc within that. All the change all the change rooms he's been in have always spoken what Doc is like as a person and as a head coach. Since he left Boston, I think they've had what, four coaches? Boston. Um, they had they've had Brad Jimmy, Stevens, Brad Stevens, and Missoula three. Oh, so three, right? No, Wait, so Brad Stevens replaced. Uh, Doc. I don't think he replaced Doc. Yeah, there had to be someone in between. I think there was four. I'm gonna say three of them done better than him anyway. Ty Lue done better than him at the Clippers, in my personal opinion, just for what you see on the court. So at someone's a better least. loser. Yes, they're all better losers than him. But the way he loses is disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. Like three one leads in the playoffs. I'm, I'm not. A Doc Rivers fan. I'm sorry, and I never will be. So yeah, where you? I don't think anyone that? is really. <laughs> really, Doc Rivers ain't got stands like that. No, nah. Come on, man. There's no one that's rocking with Doc Rivers, man. He's failed with so many great players. And how many? How many coaches that are in the league right now? Yeah, Brad have... Steve, bro. Brad Stevens did replace Doc. He was. He's been around that long. So three coaches, right? And he all comes, three of them done better. He would have come straight from Butler then in college, didn't it? 2013 yeah. to 2021. Oh yeah. wow, that's mad. Yeah. Oh, what are we saying now? Um. Listeners' questions. Yeah. Oh, let's let's go. His record is much better than uh, Doc's, by the way. Our oh, favorite part. Of, I feel, I think listeners' questions have been really good of recent. To be fair, shout out you guys for giving good questions, man. Oh, um, let's let's start with Tony Kitchens. Tony Kitchens, what are you saying? Right. Tony Kitchens would like to know which team should be pushing for Macau Bridges on the deadline, and what package would you offer? Firstly, he's not going anywhere. I don't know. What's his value? I think he has value in this league. He's the best team in their. He's the best player in their team. But if I was another team to be pushing for him, I don't think any of the teams that can trade for him have the capacity to trade for him. No, 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 no. What what I'm saying is, any of the teams that have the capacity to trade for him, he doesn't move the needle for them enough to make that trade worth it. Okay. Like for example, if the Dallas if the Dallas Mavericks could trade for him, Ooh. then they'd have to do some change. Ooh. They'd be in business. They'd be in business, but they yeah. don't have the only the only. Person, There's nothing to give. I don't know how many first rounders they have, but they'd have to give up two. Of course, they'd have to give up two, but like they the the, the next would want like a replacement a level starting player. Yeah. They gave up Tim Hardaway. Is Tim Hardaway moving the needle no. in a Dorian Bridges? They don't have Dorian Finney. He plays with the Nets. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They already traded him to the Nets for yeah. Kyrie. For Kyrie. So yeah, they're allowed to give up two first rounds. Oh, they yeah. kept him hard away. They, so I think any yeah, any yeah, kind of trade like, package for Dorian. Let's uh, let's say the Atlanta Hawks traded for him. Is Trey Young and Mikael Bridges better than Dejounte and no nah, the needle nah. further than what they are? Not really. I won't be like, watching that basketball team. Me personally, I like watching that Atlanta Hawks play. Like, but yeah, if, if that's 
Um, the so he'll be good back on the Suns now with their roster, but they can't trade for him. Nope. He'd be good on the Lakers, but they can't trade for him. Well, we're trying to trade for Dejounte at this point. Yeah, so. but Dejounte is. I'm sure Dejounte's value is he's, less than McCall. Yeah, he's avo- he's affordable. That's why. So I think. But yeah, no. I'm, I can't. Say, I'm not sure which team would trade for McCall, but I think any kind of package that would go is at least two is similar to Alex Caruso's, which is multiple first rounders. I will and give potentially you a player. I will give you a 2024. Okay. 2024 first round pick, Hayward Highsmith, okay. and a Luka Jovic. So two 2K players who don't have their faces yet, and <laughs> a pick. A person who's shown something in Euro basketball, well, in the World Championships. Hayward Highsmith is a great defender, and a 2024 first round pick. That's that we own, by the way, for Macar Bridges. How about that? How about that? We're not we're we're not listening. we're not watching this movie anymore. We're not watching this. Movie. And for your GM, if you come to Miami, King of Diamonds this, is on us. This movie got thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. King of Diamonds is on us. <laughs> <laughs> they they asked for a trade. I, I gave you one. Two point seven on IMDb. Oh lord. Oh lord. Damn. Right. Big question. I think it's probably the best one. Not to not to say that we don't appreciate all the questions that we get from you guys, but right. This is from a guy, Alan Houston, ninety. What are some of your more memorable, impactful trades done at or before the trade deadline? Mello. Impactful, I think. Mello was more a cultural thing. Mark, Mark Gasol to Toronto. Yeah. 2019. Um, that was a good one. I think. Ray the, Allen. I f- but they said they're talking about the deadline though. That no? was that deadline. Ray Allen too. Um, that was to the Sonics from the Bucks. I don't know. he was a star. I can't. I can't dig that deep into the in, into the archives. Um, I'd say Mark Gasol was a good one. I'd say um, twenty fifteen, um, the the Cleveland Cavaliers when they traded for um, Iman Shumpert, uh, J.R. Smith with the Knicks that traded did with the Knicks. That was a good one. Do you remember a massive trade? Remember Darren Williams to the Nets. They gave up what's his name? Wasn't Favors and Harris from the Jazz. Yeah, but that didn't really move the needle for the Wasn't that, that was a big deal though? Wasn't KD to the Suns? That wasn't deadline, I don't think. Yeah, but was that really impactful? They got second rounded. Yeah, but I'm talking about I'm talking about trades that like help the team get to the finals and stuff. Oh, like based that. on like title impact. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, if we're doing I mean. it on title impact, I think there's a few. I've got a list here. I think I'm gonna do my Googles fam. I'm tra- it it didn't it didn't it didn't reap benefits immediately, but Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. I like that a lot. For Gary Harris. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? If the Suns didn't stink this year, I would have put KD, but they gave up a lot for him. Um, um, who else did they... Title impact. Uh, well, okay, not title impact, but it was actually one of my favourite trades of recent that I didn't even knew happened on deadline day until I just checked it. Halliburton to Pacers. For Sabonis to the to the Kings, is an impactful yeah, trade. That, that that one that that one that impacted both teams. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think it impacted the league to what we have right now. So yeah, I feel like I feel like trading D'Angelo Russell and getting back Nikhil Alexander Walker, Mike Conley was a very impactful <laughs> trade. Impactful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> He's kissing his team. <laughs> he would have loved a Mike Conley and Nikhil on his team right now. <laughs> Boy, yeah, no, no. Good question. I'd have to like deep dive into yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's what I'd, like, I'd, 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 I'd have to really dig into my archives for that yeah. one. I don't know. Like, oh, gosh. 
I'm not even gonna, we're not doing that in this trade deadline. Oh, courtside favorite hater, not hater, number one fan in Fasla Castina. Courtside Frack is king of the court win. Like I already responded when my ACL returns. We've retired from basketball, man. Listen, I'm just. I'm, 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 I'm going to see if I can start playing again. I could I make free throws. I got a game on Sunday. I can, I'm doing scrimmage. I was going to say, I swear you're playing this week. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what time? Like, with my store, we just do scrimmages, innit? Like, I swear. What, in the store? No, I'm not in the store. No, but we, we'll hire our court and scrimmage. Where about? Uh, this one's in Haggerston. Usually it's in Wester. Haggerston. Usually it's that, in. That's Hackney, no? Yeah. This one, this usually Over we do it in Labrador Grove. If, if it's like after three o'clock, let me pull up. Is that like eight? In the night, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'll, be, I'll be in Stratford, but I could pull up. Oh, yeah, come. Mm. Like, yeah. 8 p.m. Stratford. Oh, oh. I can still shoot. You have no ACL, still. man. I, I, it's, it's repaired. It's my, it's my good knee that's bad now. Obviously, man's blow the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't lie. You can ask Jordan. I leave injured every game. That's, every that's, that's how it should be. That's how it should be post-25. No, it's bad. I'm talking like the, the misstep, like MCL gone type stuff. But yeah. Okay. Then we've got my guy, Rob Rush, 02. Shout out Rob, you know. Big listener. Also a fellow sports journalist. My guy, also a big cricket fan. How far do the Bucks make it in the postseason by going with Doc Rivers, who hasn't had any meaningful playoff success since days in Boston slash Houston? For the Milwaukee Bucks, what I'll say to you as a team, with Doc Rivers as your coach, by the time, if you can predict when um, playoff round two is about to start, book tickets to Cancun, you could book tickets to the Bahamas, wherever you want to go, he's taking you nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. And I, you know, I hope the Heat finish eighth so we can see him there. I would love to be the team that kick him out. It's fine. So what was it? First round, second round, semis, final. Yeah, he's out second. I think they made a conference semis personally. It's impossible. Why not? Nah. They've got the but they've got the best player in the conference. Mm. Yeah, they do. And one of the best guards in the conference as well. I didn't say what level of guard, I said one of the best, which is fair. Yeah, that's fine. So that, that's enough for me to make the conference semis. What what are you saying, Reams? It would take coaching though. He can coach. Oh. I didn't know. I th- I think <laughs> I think it's gonna have to be a lot of Yanis and Inshallah. <laughs> yeah, with a bit of Dame time. Exactly, down the bro. In exactly, games. bro. <laughs> bro. Um, Doc is one of those coaches what I like to call the economy will regulate itself. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "You know what? Hmm, this isn't working. Let's see what happens." And in the hope that his big players will step up as of late anyway. And like I said, Doc is a people person. He's not here to he's not he's not here for the X's and O's at this point in time. He's out here to make them feel good, enjoy the the atmosphere around, and by that, ultimately that can help make winning basketball teams. But the talent ain't there as much as it was before in the Boston days. So yeah, I um, think conference semis is where they make Rob um at the very best. Uh Cancun at second round. That's for me. No, I think they made I I didn't they made that. Uh-uh. Alrighty, let's see what else. Who else have we got? Okay, wait. I had I had double questions which disappeared. Was it Morpheus? Yeah, yeah. Morpheus been asking double questions. Have they just disappeared? I just had the questions just here. Morpheus Z. Well, his questions seem to have disappeared. K man. K man. I found him. Here we go. Right. Now that the Celtics 20 run has come to an end, could we get the diamond test around and see if the Celtics Roly is real? 
No, nah, it's real. It's, it's real. super real. This team is stacked. This team is super stacked. Very good honest, team. Bro. Don't matter if Porzingis ain't playing. It don't matter if Derek White or Drew Holiday ain't playing. They're still churning out wins against good teams. Yeah, yeah. Jason, Jason and Jalen are both playing at an All NBA level. Derek White's playing well. Porzingis first, playing first well. team and second team All NBA level. If the team needed, Al Horford will step up at times as well. They're talking about they need to make another trade. Like, For what? I, guess, I don't know what. People what? are selfish. Bro, this is the greed they spoke about. Yeah, I'm saying the, the Bible, book. honestly. <laughs> so it's like if you want to trade like Tatum, then I'm here for it. The Celtics is so obviously a great team. Like, yeah, come on, man. Like for me, maybe coaching might cut them in the playoffs. But people like, call that the that diamond test effect. Thing, but anything, it's the second though. year now. Maybe he's learned some of his lessons. Yeah, maybe coaching. That's the only thing that could hold them back. And, and naivety. I think naivety can kill them as well. Oh, nah, that's, I, that's coaching naivety, if, not players. If coaching doesn't hold them back, the only thing that's going to hold them back is Tatum and Brown not being Tatum and Brown. Them. Yes. It's Tatum's shot, shot selection yeah, at times well, and Brown's left hand. If they can't get done with this roster, yeah, at least get back been, to the he's, finals. He's been dribbling to the left. Like, yeah, this, this season. Fine. We have to start asking some, we have to maybe have some uncomfortable conversations about whether Jason is, is good enough to be that guy on a championship team. But, uh, but so hey, you say, are you saying that this Jason year? Now? He's, Jason, you know, Jason's only 24, 25. He's 26. Oh, he's only. But wait, Reams, are you saying that this year, if they don't make the finals, we need to ask questions to him? Yeah. Let me ask two questions about Luka Doncic. Luka cool. Doncic has never had a team that's good around him. Yeah, no, facts. But Luka Doncic's on team is at the Tatum. I bet you they oh, go to Tatum's the Tatum's tw- oh. 26 in March. Um, we got time for one more question. Uh, Morpheus Z did close it out with saying, in the Celtics versus Nuggets, that's all some things and I can confidently say congratulations Miami Heat for making the Eastern Conference Finals again. What did he say? He said he saw some things in the Celtics versus Nuggets that will help him confidently say congratulations to the Heat for making the Eastern Conference Finals. Said Terry Rose is moving the needle. You've like been that. known that man. Scary Terry. Like, I, I'm never a doubt of Miami. And he, he, he probably hasn't been back to the playoffs since he left the Celtics as well. He probably loved to see yeah. them in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, oh one more question. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the, the questions really are just bantering the demand them now. Femi from Femotelli, are the Clippers really winning it all or a hardened playoff special knock incoming? I. I have something. I'm they don't, don't realise the Clippers is a super team yet. Aye, they <laughs> don't realise. I was listening to the pl- um, the podcast, P- wow, the Playoff P podcast, whatever it's called, with Paul George. And he, same difference. Um, he was saying that they all feel really good about the fact that they don't think anyone want to see them over four games. Like, can you beat us four times in a series? And to be fair to him, I don't know. Health permitted. Clippers are going to the Clippers are going to the conference finals at the very minimum. For my mental health, I need the Clippers to be out by round two. <laughs> I personally would. Oh, hey, when Russell, I, I, Russell I, Westbrook and Lamar Jackson's getting a trip in the same year, bro. I'm gonna, I, I can retire from. And you know the funniest thing is, like, what? Lamar's losing this weekend, on my neck. and Russ is going out like at least conference finals. I can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> Lamar's losing to who? Huh? Hey. Patty Matt. Oh, who? Real. I got a Taylor Swift song reloaded. Let's <laughs> calm, bro. Let's don't worry. Be, 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 be for real. I know they're bro, sending Taylor Swift back to Nebraska or wherever she's from. We're seeing crazy, bro. I knew you were trouble when you nah, walked the, in. The wide receiver's taking yeah, it bro. home to Baltimore, man. Nah, man. He's nah, taking it home. Bro. Trust. <laughs> He's you know what it is? I just can't have Odell win a chip with another team. One hurts, man. Hey, it don't hurt me my at all, man. man. Go get your, go get your money, bro. Come on, guy, man. Come on, get your money, bro. This, 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 bro. Hey, for all the bros with no ACLs, man, look at look at Odell. He's doing it for us. Inspiration. Inspiration <laughs> indeed. But with oh, that, man. of course, we're gonna wrap the episode here. And of course, before we slide. Make sure you log into all the socials. We appreciate all your support. At Courtside Fracas on Twitter. At Courtside Fracas on Instagram. At Courtside Fracas. No, Courtside underscore Fracas, sorry. On TikTok. And also Courtside Fracas on YouTube. We're loading up. 
I you know what I forgot to say one thing to the TikTok right that I'll say to the camera. The the TikTok comments are great, by the way. The last video we posted, well, the second to last video we posted about the um most important, most improved yeah, player. Some good suggestions They're as well. Great suggestions, yeah. and I apologize as a Heat fan and a Heat evangelist. Duncan Robinson deserves to be in that conversation. No one want to see that meet the Robinson shit out here, no, man. No, no, no. Thank I apologize you. for not. Everyone that said Duncan Robinson in there, coming off the bench, six points per game last season, and this year he's picked up and improved his game by going to the rim and stuff. I apologize for not mentioning that you guys were right. And I'll put it on the TikTok for them to hear that as well. Let Good that stuff. be a lesson to the rest of you. Yeah? The TikTokers are really engaging. Comment, man. Tell us where you think we're wrong. T- exactly. Tell us what you think we're wrong. I'm not though, but tell us who you think I am. I would always respond. Of course, like we said, the visuals are always out there. We're getting them out there. And finally, YouTube, making our presence known there. Make sure you like and subscribe, comment on the videos, of course. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, we'll be dropping some more content, of course. Any things you'd like us to break down in terms of contracts, in terms of the trade deadline, anything else, make sure you hit us up. Founded the knowledge here, as well as vibes. But with that, of course, as I've always said, we bid you adieu. You know, big word that. Peace. Love. Love. Podcast Network.